Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. Manny Aurora, the Aurora Law Firm, or as many of you now know him as Mad Dog Manny Aurora, when he stops into the Golden Scissors studio, he is the best when it comes to criminal law. If you got any troubles and you need somebody, reach out to the Aurora Law Firm. The AuroraLawFirm.com, all right? Located in Atlanta, Georgia, but practices nationwide. Now, if you got a question for Manny when he pops into the Golden Scissor Studio, you can call our hotline at 404-369-3825 or shoot us a message from our website, PodcastTheBS.com. Have you ever been watching TV and hear noises in your attic or your crawl space? Well, there's a good chance that's a squirrel or a rat, and it's invaded your home, and it's trying to make it its own. Can't have that. At Inspect All Pest Services, they offer full exclusion work to prevent this from happening and keep your home rodent-free. Whether it's squirrels, rats, bats, opossums, or raccoons, Inspect All Pest Services and the professionals that work there can keep your home safe. Rodents can carry disease. That's gross. That's bad. And can ruin homes or worse, start fires. Yeah, due to them constantly chewing on the wires. Can't have that either. Nobody wants that. So... Call Inspect All Pest Services today, 770-483-2420. Inspect All Pest Services, 770-483-2420. Make sure you're mentioning the BS because you're going to get 10% off your exclusion work. Save some cash, mention the BS. 770-483-2420. Son of a bitch. I just called to say you should subscribe to The Bailey Show and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear then get a full 7 days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastthebs.com It's better than radio. (laughs) Wanna come to a party? The Bailey Show Podcast presents podcast and pours to Halliversary, Saturday, October 29th, starting after the UGA game at Tannery Row in Beaufort, Georgia. Live music from The Verb Pipe. I won't be held responsible. Also, the all-veteran band, Distinct Grace, a live DJ, a live recording of the BS, and two Halloween costume contests, totaling $1,000 in cash prizes. Dollar Store. Less is more. Halloween costume contest. $40 early bird ticket price while they last. And $100 for VIP, which includes free food and a drink. Join everyone from the BS Network as we celebrate Halloween, the one-year anniversary of the podcast, and Bailey getting fired. That's what's up! More details and to purchase tickets, go to podcastthebs.com. Podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. (laughs) Every week, there are three stories that fall under the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, I used to ride a horse to school. (laughs) Get learned with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Blip, blip, blip. All right. Uh, I'm different, different place right now, so give me give me a second. I get my screens all popping up. Uh, all right, there it is. Episode 48. 48, Jesus. Of the good, the bad, the ugly. Thanks for being here. My name is Jason Bailey uh, in the mobile 
Golden Scissor Studio, brought to you by Watkins Law Firm. That'd be WatkinsLawFirm.LLC, 770-648-4009. Trial litigation attorneys, personal injury, wrongful death, contract transactions. <laughs> Landlord, tenant disputes, you name it. Tyler Watkins, he's the man, and you get to meet him. He's a fantastic human being. He will have a table in the Haunted Vendor Village at Podcast and Pours 2, Saturday, October 29th, Tannery Row in Buford, with the Verve Pipe headlining. We'll get to all the details here momentarily, but until then, if you haven't gotten your tickets, buy them, buy them, buy them. Podcastthebs.com. He's back from Traveling the World. His new nickname now is Uncle uh, Traveling Max. I think that was the. I think that was Traveling Max was the Fraggles uncle, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think so. He is the Nader Tater Vader Masturbator, back in Playa, back in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. His his home. <laughs> he went from. You know, and we'll get into your entire uh, trip here in the third uh, tomorrow, actually. But um, what's the, my brain is fried. These last couple days have been really long. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, it's good to have you back. Uh, tomorrow we're going to run down the entire thing uh, of your, your trip to to Greece. And then we're like, whoa, wait a minute. Let's take a decor. Let's go to Egypt because everyone does that. <laughs> yep. Dude, what the fuck, man? <laughs> when in Rome or in Egypt. <laughs> yeah, like literally. <laughs> you can say that. Like, when in Egypt. <laughs> you, yeah. Uh, dude, what a trip, man. I mean, that's like... the. Game shows don't even give away trips like that. Yeah, it was a lot. It was uh, a lot of moving parts. Luckily, uh, Alexis is really cool and likes to travel as well. And um, so it worked out good. Uh, did a lot. Saw a lot. Um, it was fun to tell people when, um, you know, the they have the same thing in, in Greece. Not as much, obviously, as Mexico, Egypt a lot. The, uh, the kind of the trinket salesman, the, you know, the oh, yeah. fifth Ave guys that they have here. So, you know, they always try to make that personal connection with you and ask you, where are you from? And, oh, I love, you know, Alabama or whatever. <laughs> you know, they always act like they know the place you're from. <laughs> so it was fun to, to tell them, we, oh, where are you guys from? Oh, wait, Mexico. And then they, <laughs> they didn't have anything to say because they're like, wait, what? <laughs> you're white. <laughs> you don't look Mexican. <laughs> uh, like I said, tomorrow's episode will run at a down his Nate's trip my trip um both our trips I mean mine not as exciting uh as far as geographic wise but the story behind it is oh boy <laughs> I mean oh, yeah <laughs> I can't wait uh I didn't even post a lot from the trip just because I didn't have time I didn't I didn't have I just was so busy I didn't realize it was going to be this busy but it was uh I'll talk about it tomorrow. Very eye-opening. Okay. All right. Uh, good, bad, the ugly. This is an episode where we take three news stories throughout the week, and we put them under the categories of the good, the bad, and the ugly, and we discuss to learn you a little bit. Here's the first one. The good. And the only reason I picked it, I got to tell you, it's very difficult to find good stories. I mean, like yeah. with, with some teeth, right? So I got to, truth be told, I got to spin them a little bit <laughs> in order to, 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 to get somewhere. Uh, but I picked this one as a good story, really just because of you, Nate. Uh, if I had a nickel for every time you would tell me stories about the the Mayans, you know, the Mexican Indians, right? And you just kept asking the same question over and over again. Why were blue fibers on their teeth when they were dead? I want to know. It, it, it just drove me insane. I mean, I could understand your appreciation for the, the Mayans. I can understand your appreciation for blue fibers. But... Uh, 
it's just I don't know if you would you're telling anybody else this, but it was my ear and my phone. You'd blow up and be like, "Dude, I'm just thinking about the blue fibers again." Well, I got an answer now for you. That's why this is good. Yeah, that's why. I, Ooh, the good. That's why I played that. Researchers studying the teeth of ancient victims of Mayan human sacrifice in Belize. The Mayans are the ones you got there, right? Yep. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, Belize is right below us, so uh, so they have a lot of Belize and Guatemala. They also have uh, natives. Yeah. Okay. I believe that. Uh, and Belize found something. Should I did there? I said Belize instead of Belize. <laughs> found something unexpected: blue fibers. In a new study, offering an intriguing, if grim, theory about the presence, the sacrifice victims might have been gagged before death. This, according to Live Science, a story about this. Uh, at Heritage Daily paints a picture describing the possibility of such victims gagged with ceremonial blue cloths as they were paraded from town to town over an extended period of time. How interesting is that? Because they, you know, if you look at these temples, and we've been to them, and you took us there, um, they, I mean, they're places for sacrifice. Right? Yeah. I mean, you see the little table at the top and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and it... I bet it was terrifying. Well, first of all, like, of course they put something in their mouths. Probably. I, I doubt they were excited about getting their heads cut off or whatever they were going to do to them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, being paraded from town to town, I can't assume these towns were very close and they're probably walking. So that, that'd be a long uh, parade <laughs> going between villages in the jungle. Yeah. I think when they use the term parade, I don't think it's like, you know, the gay pride parade where it's very jovial and everybody's having a good time and very excited about the day. This is more yeah. of like, think like a parade of homes where you just travel from place to place. Uh, yeah. The discovery of blue cotton fibers in both samples was a surprise in part because blue is important to Maya ritual. The researchers make clear the theory about the gags is speculative. Alternatively, the fibers could be from Consuming a blue dyed polgu, polgu, polgu. How do you how do you spell it? P u l q u e. Oh, it's a, it says it's a beverage. Okay, it's like it's an alcoholic beverage made from fermented sap and uh, of some some tree. Delicious in Central America. All right, so yeah, so it was like a little drinky drink. Well, they drug them up. Probably before they started knifing them or whatever the case yeah, may be. Makes sense. Could also have been introduced during uh, uterarian activities or through some form of dentistry, the study itself say, suggests. One outside expert quoted at Life Science suggests further study of the dental calculus of both elites and non elites to see if the fibers are consistent with sacrifice victims. Those in the cave were thought to have been killed between 8250 and 8925, likely in homage to the rain di uh, deity, Shaq. 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 C-H-A. Shaq. C-H-A. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. I'm the, I'm the god of rain. <laughs> hey, come on up to my table so I can put some blue fibers in your mouth. Yeah. It's going to rain. We're trying to film Shazam 3. <laughs> I want to tell everybody, though, you're getting a free office chair. Okay, and the general said you're good to go with insurance for the rest of the year. <laughs> All right, who's our sacrificial lamb? Come on up here. I'm going to gag you with a blue basketball. All right, and then I'm going to take my shoe and I'm going to beat you with it. 
<laughs> well, I thought you'd find that interesting. I thought, you know, you finally have an answer to possible. We'll possibly find an answer to the blue fibers. Yeah, that is interesting. I, I honestly wasn't aware because I, I read a little bit about it, and it's it, the the fibers were from cotton. And I guess I didn't really think about them having cotton here because a lot of it's jungle, so I didn't think of it of having cotton and it's rocky terrain um so i assume they like raise sheep or something but uh, for wool but yeah i guess they did use cotton yeah so next time you go through some of these these you know adventures in mexico that you do and you run across an old blue fiber rag you should probably pick it up it's probably worth something yeah versus saying what a dirty rag just leave it there you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I want to know what the drink was and how you could, like what it tasted like and what it did to you. You know, I, I just got done watching that series on Netflix, a limited, limited series. It was one, only one season so far. I think we're going to have well, the dad from the show on, um, on, on this podcast, but it's called uh, a devil in Ohio. And, um, uh, Emily Deschanel, Zoe Deschanel's younger sister is the lead and she's a, a part of this satanic cult, and this family saves her. Um, but she doesn't know any different. But she runs away because they're they're going to kill her. They're going to sacrifice her. Her quote unquote dad, and then her mom. They're all like, you know, her brother. They're like, hey, you're the chosen one. You're going to you sacrifice tonight. And she's like, fuck this. And she gets out of Dodge, and, and then they find her, and she ends up with this family, and you know the whole everything ensues after that. But they they the, the, the one of the scenes, the mom comes in as they're getting her ready, like they're doing their hair, and all of her sisters are doing, you know, because they're all related, doing her hair and stuff, and her mom hands her a drink and says, "Drink this, it'll help you, it'll help with the pain." <laughs> like what kind of mother says that? <laughs> it's like drink this, and you won't feel because they burn them. That's what they do. they're doing. They're burning. They're, they would they would have put her at the end. I don't want to say how I know this because obviously she's not going to die. But um, they they put her on top of a like this built like a giant table, and she's just supposed to stand there. And they light it on fire, and they're supposed to burn, and they're going to chant around her and all kinds of shit. It's for, Jesus. Have you ever heard? Have you ever seen? Do you know anything about this show? No, I haven't. I'm still trying to catch up on all the shows I've missed over the last couple of weeks. I just started watching Dahmer the other night. Oh, um, so we, yeah, I'm trying to catch up, but I know I haven't seen about this one yet. Yeah, we've been killing the Dahmer stuff, uh, like we, we, ins and outs of the Dahmer. And it, again, we're supposed to have the grandma on from Dahmer as well. Um, like, did you know the grandma is the she she was in the Waltons from back in the day? Like. Uh, like uh, the real, so like his actual grandma was no, an no, actress. No, 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 no. The grandma on the show, the actress on the show. Like that. Oh, okay. That was one of the conversations where we were gone. We were having about Dahmer. Is, is like okay. So the dad is obvious. You know who the dad is. He's been in yeah. Step Brothers and everything else. Uh, do you know who the the second wife is? I don't know. I've I just started the. I just got through the first episode, so I don't oh, even okay. know if I've seen her you, yet. You haven't seen her yet. Well, when you see her. I mean, I'll tell you now because you need it's Molly Ringwald. And really? She, and, and the only way you're going to know it's Molly Ringwald, one, me telling you, and two, she starts to do, like she starts to show her gums because it's like a uh, Molly Ringwald <laughs> thing to do. The, the guy that plays um, the guy that plays Dahmer was Max in that fight movie from the early 2000s. With Sean uh, like adult Dahmer or the kid Dahmer, or uh, younger. Uh, 
No, the main dude, the main guy in the show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's still young. He's about 18 when. Yeah, that's the him. first episode. That that same guy. Oh, same, really? Same okay. guy. The whole yeah, the whole show. Wow. Yeah, he's uh, and that was the little kind of pudgy, goofy kid, Max. And um, God, what was that fight movie called? I don't know. Brandon remembered it. Brandon or Chuck remembered it. Either way. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Watkins Law Firm, trial and litigation attorneys. So if it's personal injury, wrongful death, contracts and transactions, landlord and tenant disputes, or just general civil litigation, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC is where you need to go. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC. And here's Tyler's tip of the day. In Georgia, just because you don't like the performance of another party does not mean you can refuse to perform yourself. What I mean is that if someone comes over to paint your house and you don't like the paint job, you can't just refuse to pay them. Unfortunately, you have to pay them and then sue them for breach of contract. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, WatkinsLawFirm.LLC, serving all of Georgia. Next time, talk to Tyler. Hey, fellas, the older we get, the harder it gets. Talking about weight loss, testosterone, muscle growth, sexual health pain and joint management, so on and so forth. Well, I'm here to tell you, Nuberty's Men's Wellness League in Sandy Springs, Georgia, is your men's wellness facility. Whether it is testosterone maintenance or weight loss program, uh, sexual health, 50% of all men over 40 experience some kind of sexual dysfunction, pain and joint management, you name it. Menswellnessleague.com is the website you need to go to. It says schedule a call. They'll call you and walk you through it. Get started on your journey to overall wellness today. And for a limited time, Nuberty is offering its full wellness combine for only $99. That's $200 off the regular price. Plus, if you sign up and mention my name, Bailey, or the BS Podcast, you'll get a complimentary vitamin cocktail valued at $150. Menswellnessleague.com. Son of a bitch. I just called to say you should subscribe to The Bailey Show, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear, then get a full seven days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. And back to you, Jason. All right, so that's the good. We found out the the blue fiber, so you can pass it on to your people down there in Mexico. It's very exciting stuff. Okay, so with good comes bad. The bad. All right, and uh, the bad is, oh, yeah, this is bad. Fans are demanding refunds from the Garth Brooks show. You never hear anything bad, not only about Garth Brooks shows, but you just never hear anything bad about Garth Brooks. And I'll tell you why that is. Because Garth Brooks is a fantastic human being. His music is great. He's great. Anything he touches is great. I love Garth Brooks. Like, I would, I would go back to the last story. I would burn myself. I would sacrifice. If Garth had a, if Garth had a cult called the Garth Cult, I would be a part of it. And if he asked me to burn myself, I would burn myself. That's how much <laughs> of a fan I am. <laughs> yeah. The only bad thing I've ever heard about his shows is uh, from you when you went to the Mercedes-Benz one. Oh, but that wasn't his fault. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah I'm not saying it was, but that, that's the only time I've ever heard anything going wrong with his production. So there's uh, videos of this with these fans. Uh, this was in Missouri. They're demanding refunds because the traffic was gridlock. I mean, it was, you couldn't, there were thousands, thousands of people that, uh, thousands of attendees had to park in a fruit farm lot that only had <laughs> two buses shuttling people. So many people were not able to make it to the show on time. So you, 
here's something that people have to realize. Like, I guess you can get a refund, which is fine, because if you never made the show, you'd probably want a refund. Somebody like Garth Brooks is, he's going to care more that you're pissed off than the money. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. Um, but don't, I mean, outside of the money conversation, don't blame the artist. This is not the artist's fault. I mean, you pick your artist. I don't care if it's Garth Brooks or if it's, you know, uh, little little bus guy or I mean, like a rapper. I, it doesn't matter who the artist is. This this is the people that put together the event, right? You know, right. And that terrifies me. And I'll tell, I'll give you a great example. I, I booked the Verb Pipe. Okay, so I'm I'm doing my best and I'm working my ass off to try to make this podcast project work. I've got a lot of people depending on me more now and 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 you know i'm trying to evolve it and expand it and part of that and this was always in my head was to do live events we did one podcast and pours one it was kind of thrown together wasn't really all in on it but when i saw the success and all these people that came out i was like holy shit we can make this bigger and give people more so wait it and wait it for the right time finally got everything together put together this next podcast and pours too and throw in a Halloween party. Cause it's, I mean, it's kind of tough to find like you just Halloween parties are weird. Halloween parties are kind of like, you know, some of the, some of these services that you get for your house, you'd rather hear from a friend or go with a friend versus just going on to Google, right? Cause you want to do something for Halloween, but you just don't want to go into Google. And if you're a parent, you probably were saying, well, we're not going to do anything for Halloween because we've got Halloween with our kid in a couple days, you know, the adult Halloween, you know, we're just going to blow it off. But if there's something for you to do, then you can do it. So that's, that's, I'm like sitting there going, I'm going to give you something to do. So not only do we have this badass Halloween party, but we've got the fucking verve pipe. Like that is so awesome, especially for most of the people like our core demographic. Cause I see the numbers, which is, you know, Gen Xers me. Um, this is the band that's right up your alley. Now, if something goes wrong at this event, uh, God forbid, like you can't find a parking spot, which is not going to be a problem, but you know, you, you, whatever goes wrong, it's not the band's fault. It's my fault. Now, if the band doesn't perform well or they tell everybody to go fuck themselves and leave for whatever reason, you know, but if, if their mics don't work or the guitar doesn't work or something like that, that's that's I'm the blame for that. I can't pass the buck to Tannery Row or the audio engineer or whoever that may be. That's my fault. It's a lot of pressure to be under. Yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking about this every fucking day. <laughs> it's like when you go to a restaurant and somebody's screaming at the waiter because something was cooked wrong. Well, it was probably the chef's fault that maybe didn't read the ticket right and he cooked it wrong. What's, why are you screaming at this guy? You know, don't scream at this dude. It was this person's fault. So same thing with the artists. It's not their fault that uh, the event was managed poorly. Absolutely. Yeah. Hands down. 110%. Uh, so people have to realize that, you know, I mean, like the story is people want refund for Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks really screwed these people. God had Garth. Doesn't Garth Brooks know traffic? I mean, Jesus. Yeah. It's, it's not Garth Brooks's fault. He, yeah. he was booked to do a show in Missouri. He obliged. He's out there. He had no idea that some fruit farm was only going to have two buses. Shut up. Now I will say this about Garth Brooks. I know this for a fact. Garth Brooks is very hands-on, uh, with his shows, you know, so that's if it if it were like on property, you know, something were on property, Garth Brooks would know about it and he would change it because he wants everything to be perfect. I, I watched this man 
Okay, because most of you know the story about me and Garth Brooks as far as I, I'd been a fan for my entire life. I'd never had the opportunity to meet him. I'd m- always miss his show for something would come up. Uh, and then he went on hiatus, so I never got to see him perform. And then he started to perform in Vegas, and we were there like a week after or before. It was just like we were always missing each other. And then uh, I started working for my former employer, uh, and our EVP at the time, my very good dear friend, Mike McVeigh, is friends with Garth Brooks. Like They go way back to the very beginning and helped Garth sell a lot of albums. So there's a relationship there. And uh, Garth was coming back and throwing this huge concert at the new Yankee Stadium. You know, whatever year this was, you know, past nine years, eight years. And he said I could come with him because he knew, you know, he's like, and yeah, you'll get to meet Garth. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't mark out for too many people, dude. I'm marking out. I'm nervous because I'm going to have a limited amount of time. And when I say a limited amount of time, like I played this game. I know how it works. I say it to listeners. I say it to my wife when she's around a Backstreet Boys. Look, you got like nine. Backstreet Boys a little bit different because we hang out. Anyway, so it's like you got like 90 seconds to get it in, get it out. And so we're back in uh, one of the like uh, hitting batting practice places. The the stadium was absolutely gorgeous, but we're like underground and we're just waiting. And at the time, Garth, I don't think allowed his music on streaming services. He was trying to launch his own streaming service called ghost because there were signs for ghost. Like the backdrop was ghost. And it was me. It was our EVP. It was a couple other people. I think from the New York offices and Sean Parr was with us. And Sean Parr is a big-time country radio personality, and he also does a lot of hosting for these events. He's a fantastic human being. Great, great guy. Amazing voice. And we're just all kind of in a in the semicircle talking, and in comes Garth and Trisha walking inside, coming in. And they've got little goodie bags for all of us. It's like, oh, my God, this is the coolest thing ever. And so Mike kind of took the the lead because he's a leader. It's what he does. And he says, uh, you know, let me introduce you to everybody. And he goes around and introduces everybody and stuff. And then he waits for last for me and, and Rach. And he goes, and this is uh, Jason Bailey and his lovely wife, Rachel. Hi, Jason. Hi, Rachel. How you doing, Garth? How you doing, Trisha? Uh, Jason uh, actually has a very interesting story. He's He's one of our big rock radio personalities. So he's a rock guy. But he loves you, and he's got a, something that he wanted to share with you. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can. I'm, I'm like shaking. I'm so nervous. And I start, and I'm like, hey, Garth. I was like, uh, this is such an amazing opportunity. Thank you. I've been waiting years to tell you how much your music has affected my life, my grandmother, my rock, you know, she passed away in 99. But during that time, I was just listening to, to your music. He's like, well, what song? I was like, what's well, the river? I was like, I can't hear it without. And then like halfway through this conversation, my voice breaks. <laughs> what, a, <laughs> what a pussy. And I was like, <laughs> like, oh, my God, keep it together, Bailey. What are you doing? <laughs> so. Uh, but then afterwards, you know, I tell the story and I stop and everybody was impressed with the story. And, you know, because, you know, you got this big, rough, gruff rock guy, you know, that's in there. And he starts to, you know, he shows his emotional side. 
And then we were getting ready to get some pictures and stuff, and I feel these two hands on my shoulders. This is some minutes later. And I look around, and it's Garth giving me just a little massage. And he says, <laughs> "I re- seriously, grab, if, you, if, if, if two hands grab your shoulders where your traps are and they squeeze once, twice, that's a massage. Garth Brooks gave me a <laughs> massage. He comes up behind me and does that, and then he whispers in my ear. He goes, hey, thanks for telling me that story. Or th- thanks for sharing that story with me. And he squeezed again, and I was like, oh, that felt so good. <laughs> I'm going to sing the river four times. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's the most euphoric moment I've ever had in my life. I was like, I need to excuse myself and change my pants. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So, don't, you know, before you blame the artist, think about, you know, what the hell's going on. Well, so, and it was, it was like the management company, the event management company, right? Like they just, did they sell too many tickets or they didn't have enough transportation or parking? Because I was reading some of the stories and it seemed like it was kind of, it was kind of confusing on what was actually the issue. I I would assume, I don't know. That's all I had in my story, but I would assume that the off, like there were, there was off parking. You know, when you like go to any arena, somebody's like, Hey, you can park at my house for $40, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah. I'm assuming where this concert was, it was out in BFE, you know, middle of Missouri somewhere. So you have, you need all these places to park, but you need to be shuttled. So that would have been the issue is there weren't enough places to park and maybe too many people were trying to get into the venue. You know, I mean, if you watch the Woodstock 99 documentary, people were gridlocked in traffic on those small upstate New York roads for hours before they could get there. But, you know, here's something else to say about that. That used to be a thing. Like, you, when, you know, back in the day when you're going to a concert, you expect it to be in traffic. And, yeah. and it, it was part of the concert experience. Like, you, you know, you'd get out, you'd party, you'd pee, you'd, you know, you'd swap, you'd jump in other people's cars and introduce yourself and make friends. And it was kind of like you, that was part of the concert experience. You know, there's a lot of things that we do now that used to be a part of the experience that we chalk up as, you know, uh, a nuisance, you know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, you go to a baseball game or a football game, the, the drive in the, the gridlock in and out, that's part of the experience, right? That's just something you, you, you have to put into like the enjoyment of the game. But if it has nothing to do with the said subject, people look at it as, as a problem. Um, and that's just sucks because, you know, that's, that's why we're all so overstressed and overwhelmed and taking pills for mental health. And, you know, everybody's freaking out over everything because we make a big deal about everything. Yeah. Instead of just, well, I'm, re- I'm reading that, uh, it says reportedly they sold over 80,000 tickets. I went and looked up this venue. It says it holds 20,000. Um, Although there is an updated story that says they they have done an expansion, increasing the capacity to fifty thousand, but that's still thirty thousand people over the capacity. That's not good. Yeah. Well, that that one maybe a little bit should be on Garth's people at least. Uh, yeah, but who's handling tickets? If it's like a you know a third party ticket company, that's I, I still don't think that's his fault. Even though maybe they should check in and be like, "Hey, how are we doing? Oh, we're way over. Let's cut that down." <laughs> Yeah, let's do two shows. You know, let's split it up a little bit. That's bad. That's horrible. All right. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. 
help you help your business get to the next level. And you do that by incorporating create graphics in there, whether it's vehicle wraps, corporate events you might be having, interior, exterior events, graphic design and apparel. Create Graphics is a full-service graphics company that specializes in graphic design, wide format printing, and graphic installation. Excellent customer service where every project is going to get that one-on-one experience from start to finish. CreateGraphics.net. C-R-E-A-T-E-G-R-A-P-H-I-X.net. Or you can call 770-369-9962. 770-369-9962. Doing a new kitchen or bath? That's a big deal. So you want to make sure you're going to the right people when you're doing this project. One-stop shop's even better. UCI Kitchen and Bath, they're that. I'm not trying to dumb it down when I say one-stop shop. I'm saying they provide the installation, whatever you buy. You can visit their Norcross Georgia showroom if you want, see all their latest designs, something that's going to look perfect in your house. And they've got experts there going to walk you through it step-by-step, right? You mentioned the BS, uh, mentioned the Bailey Show podcast. You're getting 10% off your regularly priced countertops. Now, UCI Kitchen and Bath has been Atlanta's number one cabinet, granite, and quartz fabricator and installer for the past 20 years. You can't deny that. But when you're not in Georgia, what's going to happen? Well, they're also servicing parts of Alabama, Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Florida. You want to improve the property value of your house. Start with the kitchen and bath, UCI Kitchen and Bath. They're the best in the business, and they're going to do it. Fair prices, right? Quality of work, excellent service. That's what sets them apart. UCIGranite.com. That's their website, UCIGranite.com. Son of a bitch. I'll be loving you forever, just as long as you subscribe to The Bailey Show. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear, then get a full seven days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. And back to you, Jason. There's the good, there's the bad, and here's some... And the ugly. Ugly. All right, I'm guessing the ugly part in this comes with the mask and the kids crying. And possibly the daycare workers crying after they got fired. Four daycare workers in Mississippi are out of a job after they tried to make a bunch of little kids behave. And they did this by putting on the Halloween scream mask and they were trying to scare them into submission. So, I mean, to be honest with you, I could probably put this under all three, good, bad, and the ugly. Uh, So these four daycare workers, Northeast Mississippi, they got fired. Uh, These little kids were just misbehaving. So they, your hands are tied. There's only so much you can do. Right. So they're like, well, let's scare them. That'll be good. You know, I always say humiliate kids. If you can humiliate a kid, I, I, I think that's good punishment. Uh, they did it at least twice. One once last month. And again, this past week, I guess one of them would walk around in the mask, get right up in their faces and yell at them with a witchy voice. And there's videos of this. <laughs> the kids were obviously terrified and traumatized. And one video, this little girl, uh, the this woman screams in a kid's face and says, you better be good, while another one laughs. <laughs> she also chased them around, and as you imagine, the kid's parents were not pleased. The name of the place is Lil Blessings Child Care. Lil, Lil Blessings Child Care. <laughs> the, owner says she, the, the owner says she knew nothing about it, and the four employees involved have been terminated. It sounds like they could even face charges. Are you kidding me? But no charges have been filed yet. The woman who wore the mask posted an apology 
and claimed it was it was not ill-intentioned. She says other employees asked her to do it to see if it would make the kids behave. I, you know what? I, I got to be honest with you. It's ugly because of everybody's faces during this. That's the only reason I picked the ugly part of it. <clears throat> but I, I, I don't think these people should have been fired. Yeah. Can we change this to the good, the bad, and the funny as hell? Because <laughs> it's kind of funny when you hear about it. It's yeah, you're right. It is. It's very funny. Um, but I, 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 I don't know if they should be fired for this. They, no. You, you can't. You, you know, kids don't listen, and you can't punish them in in ways. I mean, you can't smack them. You know, I don't even know if you can put them in timeout anymore. I, I don't know what you can do. Yeah. What do you, yeah, what are you supposed to do when they're, they're not behaving and their, their parents can't come pick them up because they're at work? You know, I mean, I did, I've read, I've read some theories of like, you talk to them like an adult. Well, they're, no, they're not adults. They're kids. Yeah. You've, you've got, and, and the problem is, is they don't have, they've got a little bit of your mentality where it's like, you've got to earn my respect. And I've got a different look on that as if you're a kid and you're looking at someone that's older. You automatically give them respect. Now they can lose it very easily, but you have to give them respect. Uh, you, you know, just because they're 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 they've been there, they've done that. I, I'm a I'm a I'm a fan of seniority, um, but uh, these kids are like, you know, GFY dude. I, what I don't care. You try to and then you try to scare them, and then you get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, what do you do? Let's say you're telling them to do something and they're not. Usually, or back in the day, they'd probably grab your little arm and take you over to the corner and sit you down. You stay there. You're in timeout. But you can't touch them anymore. And then if they sat in timeout and they and they left, what do you do? You can't go and grab them and put them back, probably. So, I guess it's the, the scared straight approach. <laughs> I, I was a camp counselor, summer camp counselor, I think my sophomore year. Look at that, bees! You're on camera. Look at that, everybody! Hey. Everybody's on camera. Uh, I was. Uh, oh, look at that! We got radio shirts on. Oh, I like it. We got the new podcast and poor shirt. Uh, I was a camp counselor. I think it was my snow. No, 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 no. My junior summer. I was already at UCF. This was in Orlando. I don't think I got fired. I just think they didn't ask me back because <laughs> I would like the kids that I didn't like. I'd play dodgeball with. And and I and I'd hit it, like throw the ball like there's this kid that was just a jerk kind of a bully and just mean I didn't like him he was rude and I say all right we're going to play dodgeball everybody line up against it was a, now this was the dodgeball where there weren't two sides you would line up against the wall and I would just throw the ball at you and you'd have to shuffle from side to side <laughs> <laughs> I bet that happens a lot with like teachers and they they know who the bully is and I wonder if they give him a hard time you know like. Maybe make the the bully go up to the board and spell something he doesn't know how to spell, just to embarrass him a little bit, just to get back at him. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, you know there was a camp that I went to as a kid called uh, Camp Thunderbird, and I was I was a dick. I was a bad kid, so there's no doubt. I, I I and I deserved all of this, but our camp counselor, we stayed. There was a bunch of us who would stay in these these log cabins, and our camp counselor is this big Russian guy, young guy. You know, he's like probably 17 or something, but he was Russian and he was big and he was jacked and he seemed to get along with everybody else, but me, cause it was me. It was my fault. I was acting up. I was acting out and he beat the shit out of me one night. Like, you know, I was sitting there, I was ribbing him and just trying to be a bully, a tough guy. Like 
I, I, I was an idiot. I mean, he literally beat the shit out of me. He threw me down on the floor, punched me a couple times, kicked me. I mean, like beat me up. You know, and then I went, I got up and I went to bed. I was like, shit, man, I just got my ass kicked. And that's the way I looked at it. Like, man, I lost the fight. I, I just got my ass kicked. <laughs> and that was it. The next day I woke up, I didn't tell anybody. I was like, yeah. you know, I was just, I, I just, you, you, at some point in time, you have to look and go, I deserved it, right? Because I deserved right. it. I just, actually, I deserved a, an ass whooping 10 times worse than that, the way I was acting towards this guy. Yeah, because yeah, kids know when they're being dicks because they're doing it on purpose. They're acting a specific way just to, you know, get a rise out of them or whatever. So, yeah, yeah you knew. I, I had that conversation. I'll probably get into that tomorrow and tomorrow or tomorrow's episode, but had that conversation uh, with my sister-in-law's son, her oldest. So much trouble. So much trouble. Really? Oh, my God. I mean, it's it's like he needs scared straight. That's how bad it is. Dang. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, well, what do you think um, these... They, they they mentioned filing charge. What possible charge could you get for scaring a kid? I have no idea. Well, my kid's got a heart. Arrhythmia. Made it skip beats. He had a heart attack last night. Now he's in the hospital because of your mask. <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> my daughter had nightmares for three days straight. Kept us up all night. Didn't get a wink of sleep because you scream masks. I'm showing you. <laughs> people will find any way to sue i guess you know not to say that you know there are some legit cases you know i don't want to be the guy that's like hey you sue happy everybody's sue happy but we do live in a very sue happy society over some silly stuff oh shit Hold on. all right making sure i'm at this airbnb in mount dora uh florida and i have a u-haul out front <laughs> I didn't come down with it, by the way. This part of tomorrow's episode as well, <laughs> and, and I'm not I'm not U-Haul handy. Let's just say, <laughs> so I got it in the street. I got it as close to the curb as possible, but it's uh, it's sticking out a little bit. And this guy's checking, <laughs> this guy's checking it out like what the fuck? You know, he's looking at the place and staring at me through the door. All right, he's wearing a bright yellow. Scream mask. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to scare this you all to death. I don't know what he's doing. He's creeping. He came in screaming in a witchy voice about parking. He's creeping. He just saw the truck leave too. So that might be a thing. Oh, shoot. Get your katana. Oh, no. Well, if anything happens, it's going down on camera. We got a live recording. Oh, that'd be cool. The most downloaded Good, bad, and the ugly ever. <laughs> hold on, sir. Let me start a new episode here real quick. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, hang on. Wait for the intro. Then we can start fighting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just just listen to my ear here. Right here. Okay. Uh, all right. Podcastthebs.com. That is our website. So, Nate, since you've been gone, did, did we launch the podcast and pours while you were on the air? Did we launch it while you are gone? Uh, yeah, we launched it right before I left. Okay. You've been gone for a long time. So, I don't know. Lots happened. Uh, yeah, so, so far, so good. Everything is going great. Um, you know, I'm just just how I am. I get worried. I, I get worried about these events. I get worried about having a crowd. Uh, just worried about selling tickets. And, you know, that's just where I'm at. I know we've got we've got less than three weeks now, right? Yeah, well, less than three weeks. Yeah, about three weeks. About three weeks. Yeah. 
So I know we've got plenty of time, and I know people are waiting to get babysitters and this and this and that, but I just want it all to be done. And I just want us to have a good time, and I want to relax. But I can't relax until I see the number of tickets sold that I need to see. So if you're buying tickets, get them soon, or at least tell me you're going to get them. You know, something to like that. Um, but uh, podcastthebs.com is is the website. Then when you go there, you, right there on the homepage, Nate has done a fantastic job of giving you <clears throat> all the details about the event. Saturday, October 29th, Tannery Row. It is in Beaufort, an amazing, beautiful establishment. We are going to have a Halloween party of Halloween parties. Now, so they've, they, they in the past, <clears throat> and uh, I hosted one of these, a couple of these, I think, years ago when I was at the radio station. They used to have a very cool Halloween party and tons of people would show up. They called it the paranormal party. And it's even cooler because Tannery Row is on some of these ghost hunting shows because it's allegedly haunted. So there's like history there, right? Um, so we used to have a blast out there. You know, they'd have a, a band to cover. They we didn't have the verb pipe, but they'd have a band or something like that. So they were always, always known for having these Halloween parties. Pandemic happened. They stopped having them. So it was just kind of lucky me that I approached them and I got with Mike over there just as they were trying to figure out what to do for Halloween. And then I bring him this idea and he's like, let's do it. So we kind of joined forces to do this. So we're going to have a badass Halloween party. Everybody's in costume, two different contests, $500 each winner take all the dollar store. Less is more. Uh, if you want in on that again, you, you can, did you put a sign up on the website or do am I just telling them to still email me? No, yeah, you can go on the website, and there is a section to, uh, there's a form, and you sign up. Oh, perfect. Excellent. Thank you for doing that. All right. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm only going to take a handful of people for that one, and I've got uh, I've got almost a handful. So if you want in, you know, and that is, your, you know, you have to spend $15. That's it for your, you know, you get to save some cash for your, for your costume, too. At any dollar-type store, <clears throat> just bring the receipt. Somebody had asked, I don't know if they private message Rachel or they asked this online but they said uh, does it have to be from the same store or something like that no no no, no. It, it, it just has to be a dollar type store so you can go to a dollar general you can go to dollar tree you know it's just it's got to be every item has got to be like a you know a dollar item you know um, you know because dollar dollar tree or dollar whatever they're not paying me any money to promote them and then just have the receipt night up. If you don't have the receipt and you're not signed up, then you can't be in the contest. All right. You have to sign up before the night and you have to have the receipt night of just to make sure we're clear on all that. You cannot have anything else on your person that has to deal with the contest that has not been purchased with that $15. Again, if you're a basketball player and you get stuff from the dollar stores, that's great, but don't come wearing your $250 J's. And saying that's part of your contest or co uh, costume because that doesn't count. Uh, <laughs> also, Distinct Grace. Chuck had been filling in for Nate, doing a fantastic job. They'll be performing. We'll have a live DJ. Uh, we'll do a live recording at the beginning of the night. It starts right after the UGA game. So if you want to get there and watch the UGA game in costume or whatever, that's free to watch. And then just have your ticket, show your ticket on your phone or, or whatever afterwards. Uh the Haunted Vendor Village, some great sponsors already. Georgia Hemp Company, Tyler Watkins, I said that earlier. Uh, Hobo Fire is going to be there. That's pretty cool. Um, I got them all listed here. What else do I have? 
Uh, oh, my karma creation. She's killing it, by the way. We haven't even done the event, and she's taking orders from people. They, she does custom tumblers. Uh, so oh, cool. she, yeah, she's gonna have BS tumblers out there uh, that you can buy. But some people are ordering them ahead of time from her, which is really oh great. nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Inspect all pest services. Those guys are great. They're gonna be out there, and and I'll take a couple more sponsors. Well, actually, like one. Uh, that's all I've really got space for one or two. So if you want to be a sponsor, again on the website, you know, and that includes you get a table at the event. So you, you, you get that audience. Um, obviously, you get all the mentions that I'm giving these people. <clears throat> you get the web presence. <clears throat> excuse me. And uh, you get two VIP tickets included. You know, and I'm not going to talk price here, but you, you get two VIP tickets included with the package. And you get your branding on the TVs behind the stage during the night. So people see your, your brand and stuff, which is pretty cool. Am I missing anything, Nate? Nate's going to be there no. from Mexico. If Nate, if Nate can make the trip to Mexico, you can make the trip to Beaufort. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, come on. Yeah, we'll see you out there. Uh, we'll have we'll we'll have well, we do we we have a block of hotels nearby. That information is now on the website as well. We'll have hotels. Uh, I'm I've got a room up there at a discounted rate. So if you're planning on going and and you want to stay at one of the hotels. Um, at a discounted rate, just uh, just book it. But you got to book it soon. They they have less than ten rooms. You know when they block out rooms, they just they say, all right, we're going to give you X amount of rooms. And a lot of people have actually booked rooms, which is pretty cool. So we're gonna have like a really cool slumber party. Um, anyway, all right. I miss anything? I think I'm good, right? No, nope. yep. Sounds like you got it covered. I got it covered. All right, uh, Nate. You got anything before we get out? Don't blame Garth. It's don't, not his fault. Don't blame Garth. Free the Garth Brooks. All right, as always, we appreciate you listening. Thanks for the support. Talk to you soon. Bye. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support. Podcastbs.com. It's better than radio. Now, get out of here.